0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. I'm Alex Cruzy. and today Alex and I are going to travel into space um, to what do we do? Align ourselves with one faction and try to recruit for our upcoming, I don't know, revolution or domination sure. <laughs> of the galaxy. It's not. I didn't read too much of the back decks, if there is any, for this game. But you are. Uh, basically, battling for influence in the two-player game Ethelion Conclave of Power. This is a button shy game designed by Daniel Solis. That's an appropriate name for a space game, Solis. <laughs> yes. And uh, art by Fabrice Weiss, or as I like to assume, it's called. His name is Fabrice Weiss, but I'm sure that's not right. No. Uh, Yeah, so this is a Button Shy game. If you're not familiar with Button Shy, they're a publisher that specializes in uh, pocket-sized games. Most of their games, I think if not all of their games, come in a little sleeve. It looks like a little business card holder, kind of. And um, it is just... Uh, a, a stack of cards of, of whatever number is needed for the game, but a uh, small enough stack that you can just slide it in your pocket. And uh, a lot of these are two players, but there are several of them that are more. This one specifically is a two player. And I really like this one. This was one was my suggestion, so I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on it.
1: So let's get to it. How do you actually play this game, Alex? Okay, so uh, to play this game, uh, first you get out, there's five special cards that represent the different planets. Um, and one person sits on one side, one person sits on the other side. One person is going to be playing the dynasty and the other player is going to be playing the liberation. So uh, towards yeah, I think the, the
0: empire and the rebels, basically. Yes. <laughs> it's, essentially it's basically the empire and the rebels.
1: <laughs> every space thing is always empire. On the Re- It doesn't matter what you're talking about. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the Dynasty player will sit near their Dynasty capital and then in between that uh, moving outward is the colonies then the rogue planet which is directly in between then the borderlands and then uh then the Liberation base, which is uh, on the liberating person playing the Liberation side. Uh, essentially what's going to happen is the r- remainder of the cards, which there are, I think, like, ooh, let's see, there's five, five, plus four, like 14 cards, I think. I could be wrong. It's close to that, though. Uh, they get <laughs> shuffled, and five of them are brought out, and they're all placed essentially in that middle area in the rogue planet. Uh, then throughout the game, what's going to happen, starting with the Liberation player, they're going to take uh, – Uh, two, and I believe they call them petitions, but essentially they're actions. They're going to take two actions, and the actions that can take are written on all of the cards. There's actions that can be taken on any one of these cards. All the planets have their own special action, and all of the cards that are actually out there have their own special action. In fact, they they give them all verbs, things like retreat or disappear or advance or gather or, or things like that. So you can take any two... Petitions, uh, aka actions, but they have to be two different actions, uh, and usually they involve something along the lines of pushing or pulling cards uh, closer to or further away from you. Uh, so it could be something like uh, the advance, the basic advance is just push a character, or the basic retreat is pull a character. When you pull a character, you move any character, any of the five characters, closer to you, uh, or if you push, you move it away from you, and that's respective to where you are sitting. So uh, a pull for you. Is is a push for the other player, essentially. Um, There are more advanced ones. So, for example, uh, Gatherer is on a particular character and it says push or pull the crime boss, which is the character that it's on, to a planet with the most characters. So every time you're pushing and pulling, you're moving them to one of these new planets, the dynasty capital, the colonies, the rogue planet, all those things that I mentioned in the beginning. Uh, This continues on. Once you're able to move one of these characters past... Uh, the the play area essentially. So if it moves off the board from the dynasty capital, it goes to it, it is a recruited character for the uh, dynasty player, and if it goes off the board from the liberation base it is a recruited character for the uh the liberation side now all the characters have stars on them that indicate their their point value uh, once one character gets to a total of 10 points uh, that will end the game immediately and the person who has 10 points wins and there. are technically is a way to do ties uh, in the game although it's i can't imagine it happening that often uh i can't remember what the tiebreaker is so i don't care because it happens so so little <laughs> i would have to imagine uh another thing to keep in mind in this game is that not only do all of these cards have some sort of action that can be taken but some of them have uh special abilities that exist uh kind of as a meta part of the game. So, for example, the two planets that are on the end, the Dynasty Capital and the Liberation Base, they each indicate that hey, if you pull a character off of this if if the liberation side gets any blue characters, the liberation side, a liberation aligned character, they get an extra point for those. And there's another one for the the Dynasty Capital. If they get any red characters, uh into their conclave is what it is called, uh, then they they get extra points for those. But there's also things where it's like, oh, if you get this into your conclave, you have a special ability now. Or there are ones where it's just as long as this uh, card is out in play, it will always do this special thing. So for example, one of the ones I'm looking at right now, the mercenary, it has... Uh, at the end of the turn, if the mercenary is at the dynasty capital, the liberation recruits it. Uh, but if it's in the other way, the other way, it goes the other way. So there are certain things where it's just a ever-present rule as long as, it in, as it's in play type of a thing. So you're always kind of keeping these in mind. So the entire game, you're pushing, you're pulling, you're trying to do things to get things over to you or over to them because maybe you want them to have it. Uh, there are certain things there, if you push it into theirs, it technically can give you points uh, as long as certain... It, Um, conditions exist on the board so it's a very push and pull almost literally uh game it's a a tug of war essentially is what it is between all of these characters that you're trying to mess around and uh it's 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 almost chess-like in that way uh one thing i did not mention is that when you uh do any of your movements your movement can't completely undo everything the other player did so if what you did would just be the exact opposite of what the other player did or essentially negate everything the previous person did you cannot do that move uh you can partially undo their move that is totally fine but any if you if after you go it leaves it exactly the same as before you you ended you can't you can't make that move you have to do something else other than that um other than that again first two ten wins uh, did I miss something? There's a lot of stuff. There's, there's yeah. a lot of interweaving again, things in this game. <laughs> yeah, and once again, this game is very
0: simple to learn and pick up, but explaining it makes it sound much more complex. Nice. Um, just to clarify the the difference in the abilities. So the planets that form the, uh, the top of the columns between you, um, those have those are your base actions. And so just to clarify that, those always are available regardless of what additional character actions are out there. So you always have the ability to push one space or pull one space or eject a character, which means just kick them out of that. the game. Um, and then the other thing that, uh, to clarify, and then each uh, faction has like one push or pull ability with a catch. And so it allows you to do an, an additional push or pull movement because you can only do each, like you said at the beginning, but just to clarify is that you can only do each action once per turn. You can't just push and then push again. So you have to find another way to push. And that's where the fun of the game comes in because you need to try to push or pull characters away from you or towards you throughout the game multiple, or throughout your turn multiple times. And so you've got to find a combination of actions to get that uh, to make that happen in some way. Um, the other quick thing I think that you you forgot to mention. I actually forgot about this, and <laughs> in, in, uh when I was uh, teaching Shelly the game, is each faction has their own um, bonus for their color. So the 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 bad guys are red basically, and the good guys are blue. If the blue recruits a blue um, player character, they get an extra victory point for each blue character. Same with the red side the bad guys are recruiting red characters they get a victory point for each red character but so you might think well i'm just going to go after red characters not necessarily a lot of games that we've played um you it's not necessarily in your benefit to only go after your faction color there's a lot of powerful abilities on both sides and like alex was saying you can push a character of your color to someone else to get a benefit for for that um so it's it's definitely, for my opinion, I really like how, I'm impressed at how balanced this game is and how many options there are to uh, to explore. So, uh, let's get into it. What are your thoughts? I'm really excited to hear what you guys thought of this.
1: Um, I'm okay with it. Uh, it definitely has a, 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 a kind of like a chess like feel, as I mentioned earlier, or like the Duke as as we both yeah. really enjoy um, the. the I, I do have some issues with it. Uh, uh-huh. I think the f- the first time I played, the only issue I had with it was it seemed – because there are so few cards, uh, right. I felt like, oh, there's only going to be so many different types of interactions. Because, again, with with whatever 14 cards there are and you only have five out at a time, it's it's a little bit like, well, I've, I've kind of been in this position before, I, and I, I don't know how much variability there's going to be with that. Um, So Mm -hmm. I was just a little bit worried. Again, it would require more plays to to fully understand it. Uh, But the second time I played, I think it was... I think the frustration was that, um, again, you have to read these cards to know exactly what's going to happen. So you're sitting there. These turns can take a long time. And so we're both like each turn. It was like I'm sitting there and I'm reading all the cards going, "Okay, but if I do that, then this happens. Then I do that. This. Hold on. I need to reread this card. And some of the cards aren't like even reading it once. You're like, wait a minute. I don't know if I fully understand that type of thing so like (laughs) for example like the commander has maneuver and this is this is what the ability says word for word select a non-red character then if able push all other non-red characters then pull the selected character I mean that's that's a lot of stuff and you're right wait which (laughs) one was the selected character was that all right so that was the okay so but all right then there's these many reds out there okay do I want that ha- it's like it's a lot to understand and just one action and so these are some of the actions are very weighty and it's just like okay hold on I don't I don't quite get that one and sometimes you're just like well I'm not even gonna care if I don't understand it, I'll move on to something else but that's you can't do that because someone else <laughs> like could do that oh yeah. I, I just do this, and, and I completely move everything to my side. Now you, now you're completely screwed. And so you need to understand the actions because as long as someone, one person understands it, it's kind of throws things off. And so there's a lot of wait time in that, and that kind of it slows the game down. Whereas, like for yeah, example, I, with I, with with the Duke, it's it's not. Oh, do I understand it? You just see it. It's a visual thing. It's all out there uh-huh. in front of you. Where this is. Okay, I have to read this again, maybe twice, and then I understand it, and then I've already forgotten what the other character was. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you have memory issues. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, uh, the commander is by, is the most complicated one for sure. Um, it is, uh, the wording's a little weird, but once you've um, used it a few times, then it's like, oh, okay, I get that. And you're right, there is some just the, uh, learning curve to this, just knowing, like even when I play, I don't necessarily remember what everything does, but... I just uh, am able to remember once I kind of do a quick overview of like, oh, okay, what's on the board right now? All right, sweet. Um, Yeah, no, it's fair, though. There is a bit of reading and learning of of this game of like exactly because it's so unique in the pushing and pulling tug of war mechanisms that are at play that. I, it's I've never played anything quite like it and so there definitely is a thought process of like okay wait what am I doing here in this if I push this and then another turn blah 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 you can go down a rabbit hole too of trying to over <laughs> over analyze your moves for the next few turns um, but what I do like about the game, though, is at the end of the day, regardless of the powers, you are just trying to pull things to your side and push enough, uh, things that you don't want over to their side, but not let them have it necessarily. So I always go in this with the strategy of it's always better to have more things on my ha- half of the board, if on, on, at least on my side, either right at my the base before they get recruited or one planet away. And that just gives me more options. So even if I'm just... Um even if I have a player option or a character option that just lets me kind of like pull a bunch of things towards me, I'll probably just go after that and then try to maneuver uh, strategy continually with that. But uh but anyway, so how many times do you guys get a play in or
1: or what were your plays like? Uh well we only got two plays in, but they were. Uh, I think the first one was uh, more of a learning experience, and the second one sure. was definitely yeah. the, the heavier of the games because we were both just sitting there going, okay, hold on. If I do this, then I do that. Uh, they, it ended in one of the weird fashions where I ended up pushing something into her conclave to give her nice. points, but it ended up giving me additional points because uh, I think – I only recruited two characters, and they both had, like, two points on them, but Uh she had the two special characters where if, like, that was the only character of that type, the other player gets three points. So she had the uh, Imperiox and... The diplomat was like right at her doorfront. And so I'm like, oh, I'll just push that in there, give myself three extra points. And then I'm at 10. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really she, love that. She so, completely that's one of the most satisfying ways to win. I'm like, win oh, this okay, let's. Well, and it's, it, it was a little bit like, oh, well, that's an easy win. But it was for her, it was like, God, I, there was just too much to think about. I couldn't catch it all. You know, it's, it's hard to miss those things, but it's those things that you have to pay attention to to play the game well. And so. I, I, I kind of enjoy it. I like the push and pull mechanic. I don't have many games that have that. I know there are, yeah. uh, I know there's the, like, for example, Seven Wonders Duel has the a very push and pull mechanic with the the military strength, uh, and oh. it's interesting. But I like that this is a push and pull with with a bunch of knobs. It's It's kind of like one of those puzzles where, like, you turn the light out in one room and it turns out, adjacent ones exactly yeah if i push this up these knobs get pulled back and if i push those knobs then those not and so it's i do really enjoy that it's kind of i like the puzzle uh but it again it's 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 a lot It's a lot of things to read. Honestly, I think I personally, and this is just me because I know everyone else would hate this. <laughs> if there was like some sort of symbology rather than words, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I get this. Air- double <laughs> arrow, circle, square obviously means this. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> that would be so hard to like understand. I know, know it would be absolutely <laughs> horrible. But for me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I get that. I, I totally know what that means.
0: I'd be like, what are all these arrows and symbols on this? Yeah, that, that's fair enough. I mean, like, there is a lot to, each character has something to read, and like you said, a lot of them have, like, a main skill that happens, or a main ability that happens in the game, and then also a bonus, if you recruit them, or someone else recruits them, they will do something, and most of them have that, and so you do have to kind of pay attention to that, but that is the most, sat, I think the most satisfying way to win Anthelion, is to force the other player to recruit something that gives you a benefit, because even if, uh, they they'll get a little benefit, but you'll get Uh, benefit as well, potentially, so, um, anyway, and so that can be uh, just so satisfying, one of the ones that I get, one recently, was the, um, let's see, what is it, the mercenary, I always forget his name, he's the weird, (laughs) his body looks like it's made out of brain matter, it's just weird, very weird looking, (laughs) and uh, if you push him across, or no, if you take him, you get the points but he's only good for one turn and so no one really oh, wants the warrior. him warrior. Floats... that's the warrior warrior yeah he just floats around the board basically he's going to just going to die he's going to he lives a dangerous life and so once he's recruited he's going to go into battle and die right away so um once no one really wants him because he's just temporary two points and so uh, i was able to win by just recruiting him at the last minute and i didn't need him to last more than a turn because he was the last two points that i needed and that was really satisfying too but Um, yeah, that's, that's one of the, one of the reasons I love this game is just, it's just unique in that, the, in the feel of it, it does feel chess-like, but it, it, like, I think you had a great analogy of that puzzle where you flip a light switch and it turns the light on in one room and then you flip another and turns that light off and turns another one on, and so you have to kind of figure out this puzzle, um, as it plays out on the board, um, and so anyway, I just I just love the feel of this game. It's a really fun game and it is uh i most button shy games really small and able to fit mostly anywhere. Um did you play did you get the Android expansion or do you have the just the base game?
1: I just have the base game. Although I did look okay. at the the uh one of the there's not multiple expansions, but I looked I I looked Oh, is at, there? Uh, oh, I was more well, or at least when I was ordering them or I think it even says it in the rule book or maybe I'm wrong maybe there's just one no it looks like there's multiples there could be I just I haven't looked at I just have the Android yeah, expansion it, um, literally on the back mine? of the the little booklet it says look for five faction packs in 2019 so there are are different ones yeah uh, which one, one thing, I, w- do you have one I have the Android one and the Android um, one I, I like that one.
0: Like the uh, the base game comes with a um, uh, each expansion comes with its own its own new world, which is the center world, and then a new color and characters. Um, and then the Android expansion turns the center world into an Android hub. And the eject action that you can take in the base game, you have to it, for the Android one, you have to push a card and then eject a card. So you have to kind of benefit your opponent so it makes ejecting less of a viable oh you're about to recruit them well they're out of the game um thing and i actually like the android expansion replaying this again a bunch i i really like the android expansion it's kind of my favorite between the two i don't dislike the base at all but the android expansion adds some interesting character powers that are just fun to do and are fun, fun to use one of the androids um, you can network the androids together as unaction and literally take it as your only action in your turn, but it lets you, to, uh, use any Android wherever they are and temporarily use the power of any other Android on the board. And so that's pretty powerful. Um, you don't use it a lot, but when you, uh, you can, uh, have a really good turn, excuse me, just with one action. If you're able to, posi- you know, the positions are right for that. And then also had some other cool stuff. Um, that are I thought was uh I don't know just more of more fun push or pull options that are they're still thinky I guess but they're they feel more I don't know are they, uh, lighter or they feel a little bit more uh direct in in how you're supposed to use them like more obvious um so anyway if you ever do pick up an uh, uh, an expansion I would suggest that one for sure <laughs> and I uh, I think because I'm actually borrowing my copy that's from uh a friend and I believe this is the Kickstarter version, and that's why it had it included. But um,
1: yeah, yeah, I was I was looking online, and the one I the one that I just clicked on first was the 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 folk faction pack and so it replaced it has the forest moon in the middle and so there's a lot of things that interact with that so like there's one where you push or pull another character a number of spaces equal to its distance from the forest moon and there's even one character that will give bonus points for how many characters are in the forest moon so it it definitely has its own flavor and taste to it so uh it, and essentially, it, when you include these, you will remove out the the weird uh, rogue faction that comes with the base game and replace it with all of the the new colored things. So yeah, um, and plenty, I, yeah. If, if I and I've only played this game a little bit, and I'm sure I'll play it a, uh, more. But if I ever really get into this, uh, which I can definitely see doing, it depends on how much I can get Liz to play because it is a two person game. So I'll probably right. be playing with her a lot. So if she can like tip over if we can get used to it and go oh okay all right i i know the moves now i see what you're doing and i see what i'm doing and then if we get to that point uh i could definitely see myself getting some of the expansions just to kind of give it a, a bit of a new flavor so it doesn't seem like the same yeah. the game every time
0: yeah yeah and i like i said I, I like the android a lot and i feel like it changes it just a bit i don't know i just for, i don't know it can't even explain it it's just sort of the way that faction set up is really fun and i'd really curious what the other ones do um but yeah and i think that's what it is i think the best way to approach this game and i for me why i suggested this one hey i like the game and i think it's a good taking out game but it's i really love the duke but the duke is you know very chess adjacent and so that can be a, a you know a thinky game if you're not in the mood for a super thinky game you can treat this one as you know you can really get into the strategy and but you can also play it fairly passively and just you know play a few rounds um quickly and not you know kind of just be chatting and playing it over drinks or something so it's it it's light enough and the presentation of it is light enough that you can play it just sort of uh as you're doing something else or talking and not really care who's winning necessarily (laughs) it's just fun to interact with um okay well what else can we say should we jump right into uh taking it out and about Sure, sounds good all right so like uh like we described earlier though there's really not much on the table i mean so this isn't a table hog, and in a way, it kind of is. Because kind of is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there's not a lot on the table, but you need a lot of movement space options for the um, obviously the cards to slide back and forth. They need to have a clear line of sight, and you're always going to have five cards or five potential columns um, where the cards can slide into, and then the uh, you know, and then a you know a row of five as the cards can slide up and down that row into. The, the towards or away from each player so there is going to have to be a central area or at least an area between the two that you can both access and like alex was mentioning read the cards clearly um, as you're playing this game so that is the one downside is that there is a bit of a table um hog in the center because obviously what i just said but that being said, it is only two players, and you guys can arrange, it's, it's, it, I would say on a high-top round table, you could still play this game and have uh, some drinks to the side or even some food to the side if you're snacking. You're probably not going to play this over like your main meal if you're hungry, <laughs> unless you have a wide table between you two, a lot of space. Um, so, but in front of you, the only thing you're going to have is just the cards that you're collecting. Uh, so, whatever cards you've recruited, and then there's a draw pile somewhere, wherever it needs to be, is the draw pile and a discard pile, and those can be wherever. So, good and good and bad, but I would say mostly good. The, the benefit is this just is just a stack of cards that you lay out however you you need to to fit the table, but you do need to be able to both access uh, the whole range of cards between you two and read them, just to be clear on what's going on.
1: Yeah. We played at um, yeah. a, a Mexican restaurant booth, Ooh. so we had a, a, a decently sized table, but with gigantic enchilada plates coming. So, yeah. uh, we had enough room, and then the enchiladas came. And we kind of shuffled some things around and kind of tightened the game up a little bit. And so, it's it's still fit, uh, yeah. but if it, it it really depends on what what table space you're working with, but it 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 still works. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, it's, uh, like I said, the benefit is it just fits in your pocket. The, the downside, and my this is my copy, actually. I have to buy a new one to replace this for my friend who I'm borrowing it. And I can't remember if I spilled water on it or my son did or if it was a combination of the two of us. But uh, one day, every single card got wet. And uh, it is still fully functional. And the cards oh, yeah. really didn't, like, the printing didn't really do it, like there's nothing wrong there. It's just they are warped, and so I flatten them as best I could, and so they're a little they're <laughs> a little warped, but still fully functional. And you don't need to yeah. like there's no mystery. You have to be yeah. you know it doesn't matter there's if the card backs the, are distinct. The only slight
1: mystery is occasionally it matters what's on the top of the draw pile because True, there are certain fair. cards that'll say oh replace it with the top of the draw pile or things like that. Or when you eject a character or a new character is coming in, if you if you can tell by the back of it, although if they're all about as damaged as all the others, yeah. then it doesn't really matter.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's mine. That's how I customized mine <laughs> it's to uh, make it look very well used. Now when so, you get expansions,
1: um, you need to just dump water on them.
0: <laughs> right. Each expansion I have to dump water on to make it, to make it. She's breaking same. it in. <laughs> I like to customize each one of my games in a special way. <laughs> Some sort of horrible abuse. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's really the only thing. with is a game taking uh, taking out a game like this, and the fact that it is just cards. Obviously, it's susceptible to liquids or things being spilt, spilt on it. The offset of that is these Bunchei games aren't that expensive. They're pretty cheap, and um, so you're going to probably get your money's worth uh, before something eventually happens. And if you really love this game, well, it's not that expensive to replace it. Uh, so you know, good the good and bad there. But I'd say mostly it's kind of standard fair with any type of game you're taking out you got to risk you're gonna risk uh pouring water all over it <laughs> at some point potentially um let's see okay so taking out i would say pretty good but like alex was saying that you you can crunch the game up but you've also got a you can make it work but it does it is going to need that that space um who is this game for and not for uh i would say i would hope that any gamer would try this game i could see people kind of like what you were saying with the clarification of the rules, there isn't symbology here. So you do have to sort of read, quickly read each card to understand what it's doing. But the more you play this, there's not a lot of cards, the quicker you are going to understand what things are and how they work. So I could see someone though, kind of being frustrated with that a, a little bit, but I, I feel like it's, you just need to play it a few more times and then you've got it, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: what else could you, what else do you think we should say? Uh, about I would say if, if you don't like two player games, yeah, uh, for sure. This, yeah, this is definitely not going to change your mind at all. Uh, I don't think there's anything awesome about the the two player experience of this. Uh, but it, it's definitely that's the way it has to work in a in a tug of war type game. It's pretty much gonna unless you have some weird team thing. But I wouldn't. That I, I would hate. That sounds that. horrible. I would hate my, <laughs> no matter who my partner is, I'd be like, "Why did you do that?" Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. But uh, if if you're looking for something that's that's chess like. Uh, definitely, at the very least, take a look at this type of game. Um, and if if you do like some sort of different mechanics, because again, not a lot of games have that push and pull mechanic. And I think this does it very well on top of the 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 push and pull on top of the push and pull on top of the push and pull. That that uh, mixed uh, uh, interactivity network going on there. So I, it, if you if you're in it for the mechanics, like I usually am. I would definitely give it a go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would I'd agree with that wholeheartedly. I think it's worth trying and it's that it's unique enough that um that I think everyone should try this game or uh, but right, the caveat is you got to find a game, a person who's up for it as well to play with you <laughs> <laughs> on the opposite <laughs> side of the table. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I really love Button Shine. I'd like to play more of their games. There's I've only played a few, and we've talked about them off air. Um, some other ones we could probably review for you guys. And so um, I really like to hear if anyone else has experience. Uh, with these and what your favorites are because there's some people who really love s- some of these games specifically there's some popular ones but um okay so i think that pretty much covers it uh it's a simple oh, game except for so one pretty... thing you we missed one thing oh no yeah i forgot about your mom did your mom like you, this game yeah, how did you forget say,
1: about my mom
0: <laughs> i was the getting holidays, I, was, man. I didn't forget <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say a hard no
1: <laughs> that, that uh, is definitely
0: I, correct <laughs> yeah, I, th- I can see your mom being like kind of intrigued by the push and pull, but also the fact that A, it's two players and it's a little, there's a lot of choices uh, within the uh, action options here. I think she would
1: very much not like this game. <laughs> yeah, I think she'd be very confused. Like, why can't I pull again? I don't, I just want to pull this twice. Can I just do that? <laughs> well, you just can't, <laughs> but I want to. I know, but you can't. <laughs>
0: You have to do this action, but then I have to push something to you. Well, yeah, I know, but that's sort of the thing. (laughs) Um, So, yes, I could see your mom definitely not liking this game in any way outside of that. She might like the art. Um, And I can't imagine she's a big sci-fi nerd. So so maybe not even that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that's unfortunately where that lands with Alex's mom. But um, all right. Well, that does i'm am i missing now i'm all thrown and discombobulated because i did that out of order uh let's see you we, did do it players uh, who like I, it or don't like it we covered
1: table space we we covered, covered, that, covered table covered table we got it i it. think we got it <laughs> went over the rules we did the, the designer the company we we got it all <laughs> all right well that i guess does it
0: for this button shy game and i uh, yeah I, I know i really am thrilled i feel like i'm missing something but uh you are yeah missing all right, something but hopefully
1: you'll get to it
0: <laughs> oh god now the pressure's on well guys if you want to get a hold of us and let us know what your thoughts are about this game or any other game that we could review or have reviewed we'd love to hear from you uh like i said i really love to hear other people's Uh, choice for the best button shy game or the button shy game that they like and uh, we'd, uh, we'd love to talk about it. We've got a couple others that we were talking about with button shies that we'll probably at some point review and uh but if you don't get a hold of us before then you can do that in a couple ways instagram and twitter at chits and chat chits and chat and uh you can also reach out to us on our podcast hosting page eavesdrop.com e-a-s-e dash pcom go down to the chits and chat page and there is a comment form there you can fill out and shoot it off to us and we would love to hear from you um other than that, I think that does it. Oh shoot! I forgot to come up with a catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing. <laughs> Darn this Christmas season or holiday season. It's distracted me so much. Oh my gosh! All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a mulligan. <laughs> I will come back strong uh, next week. <laughs> So With, two. So I'll do two no, next
1: week to make up for it. Do two, two, two next week. No. Your one this week is I'm taking a mulligan. That is Oh, your, there we go. That is your catchphrase. So you can't use that another time. <laughs> All right. Well,
0: for Kaz Gable and Alex Cruzy, I'm taking a mulligan. <laughs> 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 uh, we'll see you guys next time.
1: Bye.